Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello again, and thank you for joining me tonight for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. I'm a dating and relationship expert and founder of singleinthecity.ca. Now, with the holidays coming up, relationships can be under a lot of pressure, especially with this year and COVID in the mix. Some of us are having some difficulty keeping our relationships happy and need a bit of a push to keep things on track. And of course, we also see a lot of breakups leading into the holidays. Tonight, we'll be chatting about how to keep your relationship strong through the holidays, why the holiday season is dump month, the most common triggers that cause breakups during the holiday season, what to do if you're going through a breakup at this time, how to know you're ready for a new relationship, and so much more. Joining me tonight is Simone Milasiz, a relationship expert and co-author of the book Relationships, Are You Sure You Want One? She also leads world class, uh, worldwide classes on relationships done different, which are all about the relationships that you have both with others and with yourself. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Simone, all the way from Australia. Yes, all the way from Australia. Thank you for having me here. I've never had an Australian guest on this show. You are the first, so congratulations. <laughs> What's it like oh, down under you. right now? Well, it's early. It's um, it's like 20 past five in the morning, but it's where it's very hot. I'm in Queensland, so in tropical weather, so it's it's even hot this early in the morning. It's beautiful. Awesome. And you guys are keeping COVID under uh, control over there? Yes, I think we've decided to become a detention centre again, as I'm not sure if you know the history of Australia, but we were a colony and now we won't, you're not allowed out. <laughs> no one can get in and we can't get out. And uh, But well, our borders are opening up within Australia at the moment, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, same thing's happening here. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. So <laughs> we're in the oh, same You're not allowed to leave either. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so now I want to first start with a little background into what you do because your story is really interesting and a little different than what we would expect. After writing the book, Relationships, Are You Sure You Want One? with your partner, Brendan Watt, you actually decided to enter a relationship but continue to work together. How does this work? Well, we were together for eight years and I mean, we had a great relationship. And the, the book that we wrote, uh, you know, we wrote it based on so many people like, how are you creating your relationship? And we both worked with Access Consciousness, traveling around the world, doing seminars. So we thought, well, let's put this into a book. So the book is so much about how to create a great relationship too. It's got a lot of tools in there that, you know, you may or may not like. And one of the things that we talk about in there is knowing when the relationship is done because so many times I see that people just continue a relationship because they actually Mm. don't want to face that concept of ending it. And Brendan was actually the one that ended the relationship and and I did the, Oh my God, you know, the drama thing. I didn't know it was coming. Did you know it was coming? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to say yes, because what I actually did, and and if you're breaking up with anyone, please have a look at this. It's like, because you straight away go to, oh my God, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? And it's not personal. It's, it's you are not wrong and you are not less than. And then I started to look at the relationship and I went, you know what? I wasn't as excited to see him anymore. I wasn't, you know, coming home from a trip and being like, well, you know, the first thing I want to do is see Brendan. So when you start to maintain a relationship, 
I think that's the moment that you either choose. Do I want to actually put some work into this to create something different or have we done what we were meant to do together? And that's pretty much what Brenda and I, I mean, as lovers living together, et cetera, that's, we were done. So, but what we did look at was, okay, let's sell everything, you know, split it, go half, et cetera. And, and there was a bit of animosity. And then we looked at each other and went, this is crazy. We had such a good relationship with creating wealth as well. So what if we continue to, to expand on that and not destroy that as we were breaking up the relationship? It's just the relationship. So yes, we still work together now. We're like, I talk to him almost every day. He lives in the US now. I'm in Australia. Uh, and we do seminars together. It's, I mean, we're still friends and we still own property together, et cetera. Mm. So we did decide to do it different. I think that's a wonderful thing when you can actually be friends with your ex. And sometimes you can't do that right away because there's still a lot of strong feelings you're harboring there. But uh, down the road, you know, it's always a nice thing. Now, most relationships usually start with some level of um, lust and admiration. And we meet, uh, when we meet someone, there's this, there's this mutual attraction, this connection. And, you know, sparks are flying and then you're off on this new adventure together. And then after some time, that initial spark seems to fade and that's where the real work in the relationship begins. And it becomes harder to maintain the relationship. You start to drift, you start cutting yourself off in the favor of the relationship, and then separation begins to happen. Now, you created something called a creation ship, which you say is all about creating relationships that actually work. And if you choose creation ship rather than a relationship, you eliminate distance and you create something that allows the both of you to be greater every single day. What exactly is a creation ship? And how is this approach different from what most of us do? Because I honestly never heard of a creation ship, and I'm a relationship expert as well, until today. <laughs> so what is a creation ship? <laughs> well, well we, we, um, we made it up actually during an interview one time because we looked at it. And if you look up the, the definition of relationship, it literally means the distance between two things. Mm-hmm. Because you're always referring to what is your relationship with this? You know, it could be with your child, with your lover, with anything, with your house, you know, with a job. So you automatically, when you refer to it as a relationship, you've already got distance between it. So what we were looking at is what if you asked to, to have a creationship? And a creationship is something where you, you are in a constant state of creation. And to be in a constant state of creation, you must be in a constant state of question. Because as you said, how many of you start to cut yourself off as you enter into a relationship rather mm. than what if, yeah, what if you ask, okay, is this going to work for me today? Or it's like, you know, what works for the, what works for your partner? It's like always being questioned. It's like, would this be fun for you? It's like, you know, what else is possible here? It's if you're in question, then you'll always have something else different show up. If you're in answer, then that's when you tend to create all of those expectations and the projections and the judgments, which create separation. So we were like, what if you had creation ship? What if it was a constant state of creation? Now, how can a creation ship strengthen your relationship? Well, I think that you're always, you're never, you're never settling for this is it. Because what I've noticed, and you may have noticed the same thing, is when people are in a relationship and they've been in it for a few years, then they start to get this complacency. Like, oh, especially with marriage, it's like this relationship is going to be around for you know, a while, et cetera. So then you start to get complacent. Now there's a difference between being relaxed with someone 
and then being complacent of always expecting that that person is going to do X, Y, Z. It, I mean, I don't know about you, but I always looked at marriage and was like, how am I going to look at somebody and go, I want to be with you for the next 50 years when I don't even know where I want to be for the next 50 years? That's probably why I never so, got married. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't get it. But, but, but here's the thing. It's like, if you, like at one stage in our relationship, I said to Brennan, hey, I think I want to go live in Europe for a few months. And he has a kid, so he was at home, et cetera. We had this house. And he looked at me and he said, okay, he said, so will you still help with the mortgage? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Okay. And oh. we had this discussion. But it wasn't necessarily breaking up. It was just, hey, I think I need to go do something different. So, and I think always honoring the other person, that if they want to actually do something different, allowing that to occur so that that person can expand. Because this is your life. It's like, are you living it or have you... You know, created a relationship, you're in a relationship, and then you create this box that that's the box that you must be in rather than every single day asking a question, what would it take for today to be greater than yesterday? What would it take for this creationship to be greater than yesterday? And, and mixing it up. Like, does one person cook all the time? I mean, they're basic, basic things. But it's like so it's basically, too, like stuff. what you can do for your partner rather than just, you know, what can I do for myself? What can I do daily yes. for my partner? to make them feel special. And it's so amazing how even the smallest tokens of love and appreciation can not only make your partner feel amazing, but it can also make your relationship even stronger. It's the surprise factor of that, you know, random act of kindness that makes your partner realize that they're being appreciated. And that when it comes to to dating you, um, and, and that romance isn't dead. Yep, absolutely. Look, one of the tools that we refer to in our book, which I learned in a, I was cranky at Brendan one day and I went across the road to the beach and have a house across the road from the beach and I was cranky and I can't even remember what for. And my friend Gary Douglas rang me, who is who we work with, and he said, what's up? And I told him and he said, you know what? He said, you should go back inside the house and make everything about Brendan. Now, I didn't want to do that. I wanted everything to be about me, you know, <laughs> typical female, I want everything to be about me. And I, and I went, you know what, I'm going to do this tool because if I use this tool and see what shows up. So I walked in the house and I just made everything about him. And within 10 minutes, Brendan was like, honey, can I get you a drink? What would you like me to cook you for dinner? And he was making everything it's about amazing. me. And I, was and I was like, I know, I was like, whoa, this tool actually works. You just did it. Does. It does. I love doing things for my partner. I mean, I love things done in return. I mean, my love language is acts of service. So when when somebody helps me out with something, it's like bonus points. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. it it, it definitely feels special uh, doing things for someone and having things done in return as well. So now moving on to the holidays. Relationships can take a bit of a hit during the season with lots of pressure to be perfect and to keep everything going strong, even though the holidays can you know, we know it can be a little bit stressful. Uh, Simone, what tips do you have for getting through the holidays together and coming out even stronger? Okay, so, I mean, we've also, we've glossed over this a little bit already, but I would say have no expectations of your partner. Like, if you have no expectations, you know, like that movie, um, 50 First Dates with Drew Barrymore? What if you woke up? I love that movie. Yeah, and you were like, hi, (laughs) and you had no expectations, okay? And, and it's simple, but be grateful. Be grateful for everything about them and, and give each other space. 
Like, I'm going to say, ladies, man cave is a real thing. Men require space. Mm. We process things differently. It's not personal. Give them some space. Like, give each other space. I need some space, space too. And, yeah, absolutely. I think I women need some space own. as well. Yeah. Like, but we, we need our time alone. Different. Yeah, women like to talk things out. Men sort of tend to go away and just, you know, have a moment. <laughs> so it's like, and, and also find somebody else to, um, like if you do want to have a chat about stuff and your your partner is not interested in, in chatting, like find somebody, find a girlfriend or another friend. And it's like, that'll chat to you. Like I have a great gay friend of mine who is one of my best mates and I would always ring him for you know, to talk something out as well, because that wasn't one of Brendan's, you know, um, talents and capacities that he had with me. So no expectations, be grateful and acknowledge each other. Like you were saying before, it's like, even if you said, you know what, I'm so grateful that you cook dinner. I'm so grateful that you make me laugh. Like tell them how grateful you are. Because like we mentioned, it's like bonus points. And I also have tips uh, for helping you get through the stressful holidays with your partner. When we come back, you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. Don't go anywhere. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca. On Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. We're offering tips on how to strengthen your relationship and get through the stressful holidays with your partner, and with, uh, especially with COVID in the mix, with relationship expert Simone Milasis. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me. Before the break, we were uh, talking about some, you know, um, some tips, or you were giving us some tips to how to get through the stressful holidays with your partner. Do you have any more to add before I uh, throw my two cents in there? No, be grateful is what I ended it with, and I think that that is a very powerful, potent tool to be grateful for the person that you're with. Don't judge them. Probably that's the ending. Don't judge oh, them. Oh, yes, Don't judge you please. and don't, don't judge, judge anybody. Them. Don't judge anybody. No. That's a huge red no. flag for me when I meet somebody new. Is that they're judgmental. I, I can't stand that. Yes, Not, absolutely, don't for me too. No. <laughs> right? Because I will always look up for don't the person they're judging. Allowance. Pardon? Yeah. yeah. Be in allowance and don't judge. Exactly. Now, I think too, you really need to look inwards. And as much as you want to make your partner happy, it all starts with you. You need to understand what causes stress and recognize your own feelings. You want to be patient and kind with yourself and those close to you and try to focus on the things that you have control over rather than the things that you have no control over. Um, and also like keeping your stress levels down by participating in activities that you enjoy or maybe trying some relaxation techniques like eating healthy foods, getting more sleep, exercising if possible things like yoga, breathing exercises, meditation. I'm a big fan of visualization. Are you Simone? Uh, tell me what you, tell me what you mean by visualization. Visualization allows you to tap into your ability to form a positive mental images. Um, so you visualize what you want to attract into your life and I find that that works a lot. Um, also, how about massaging each other? <laughs> it's amazing what the human can do. Too. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And definitely changing the uh, 
the bedroom antics up is a good idea too because I think so many people get complacent when they're um, when they've been having sex with the person you know for X amount of years. And it's like, what if you changed it up? Oh, that's a great, a great idea. That's yeah. a great idea. I totally agree. Um, and, and another idea I have, too, is to help your partner achieve a dream. So most of us have, like, this secret dream that we would love to manifest into our lives, but we tend to put it on the back burner, and most of the times these dreams never come to fruition. But what about writing down your individual dreams and what you want to achieve and, and helping your partner manifest this dream? When you, because when you support each other in making your dream or dreams a reality, what you're doing is you're developing this trust bond. And it's a great feeling having someone believe in you, loving you for who you are, and being your biggest cheerleader. So those are my well, tips. Yeah, and it's interesting too because most people don't actually desire for the person that they're with to have everything. And this is crazy, but this mm-hmm. is what I see occur is desire for the person to have everything that they are dreaming about and asking for because somewhere they've decided that if they get that, then they'll leave. So as you mentioned right at the beginning, yeah, it's like so many people start to cut themselves off in relationship rather than, you know, I mean, that great saying, it's like, if you, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it is yours. If it doesn't, it never was. What if every single day was like that, that you were so grateful that this person was in your life, but you're also willing to let them go. You're willing to let them be everything that they can be. Like, as you say, with the dreams thing, one of the things that Brendan was looking at was uh, being in MasterChef. Now, being in MasterChef is quite a quite an event. Like, you're only allowed to speak to each other for twice a week for 10 minutes, this whole thing. So he, he went in and he got into the top 100 in MasterChef. And we spoke about it because he was going to be gone for months and I would be looking after his son. But it was like, hey, if this is what you want to do, go do it. And our lives would have changed dramatically if he was in MasterChef. Like, just the, the fact that he would have been, you know, on media, et cetera, like that. And he ended up choosing not to do it. They asked him to come on and he chose not to do it. But it was interesting to go each step and go, hey, if you want to do this, go do it. I've got Good this. for you. Good for you. Yeah. You're right, because most of us wouldn't yeah. do that because of insecurity reasons, right? Thinking yeah. that our partner yeah, exactly. would, would leave or they're going to find someone else more suitable for them. I get it. But um, in the end, we really have to work with our partners. um, And that's what's going to build that strong bond. Now, the holidays are a time when a lot of couples feel this pressure from families and friends to take, you know, things to the next step and then moving forward towards marriage. How can this pressure take its toll? And what can couples do to avoid it? Um. I think have a bit of a chuckle about it and a laugh about it because I know my family, I remember at a family gathering and I heard my mother saying to someone, oh, Simone will be happy when she finds the one. And I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Like I'm the happiest person I know in our family. And yet her point of view was I hadn't found the one, so I wasn't happy. This was years ago. So I would say your question and the way you deal with this holiday season with everyone is ask, ask yourself, What's so funny about this? I'm not laughing about it because this is your life. You get to choose with your partner, not based on other people's projections and expectations. Like don't buy other people's realities as real. What if you, like if you create your relationship based on reference points of what others are doing, 
It's like then you're only going to create a limited relationship rather than waking up every day and asking, you know, like, who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures can I have? And with this person, like, what can we create together? And like I said, with the creationship, you know, if you're going to be with someone, make sure that you're creating at least 20 times more with that person than you would alone. Because it's not wrong to be single. It's like, and it's not right to be in a relationship. Both should be a choice. So don't take it, don't make it mean anything. It's like, what if you started laughing about it and thought it was funny about other people's projections? And so many people like to live their life vicariously through yours. So, like, Oh, they do. You're the one choosing so when it. When you're yeah. single, everybody wants to know what's going on. What happened? What, like, you go on a date and everyone's calling you. What happened? Because they, they seem to get bored and complacent, right? But we want to avoid that. It's, it's so easy to do when you've been in a relationship for a long time. Um, and the same goes yeah. as well, like if, if you're feeling the pressure from family and friends during the holidays and you're single, you know, and they might question, like, why are you still single? It's like, you know, put up that hand and go, listen, you know, I'm happy being single or I'm trying, I'm doing my best, especially now during COVID. It's so difficult to meet somebody. It's even more difficult. I mean, it was difficult before, but now how are you going to meet someone? And even like... Yeah, I know. The grocery store, but you're wearing a mask, so it's not even. It's not always that easy. <laughs> that's your, that's your chance. No, but online, of course, when you're online, I mean uh, that that. But that's a discussion for another day. So, let's talk about um, breakups during the holidays. Um, so now, getting through the holidays in a relationship is one thing, but for many others, it's the total opposite. They're dealing with breakups, and that's happening happening a lot, especially here in Canada and the U.S. I'm sure it's happening as well uh, where you are. It's common knowledge yeah, that right, yeah. So it's common knowledge that with you know with the holiday season, there's this influx of breakups, and they call it dump month or turkey drop. And there are many triggers that can come up during the holidays that inevitably lead to breakups. So what do you think are the biggest triggers that slight, um, signify a relationship ending? Oh, well, here's one thing I want to say. I think you know. Like, there's definitely triggers, but you know. And you know when you walk into your, you know, your home or you'll see them that that look in their eyes is not the same or they're not super excited to see you, or they're not like, you know, rushing to sit next to you or, you know, putting their, their hand out to even touch any part of your body. It's like, there's, you know, the energy of when you're together and it's just like this, you know, and then that energy of, yeah. And then when it's like, you feel like you're just catching up with a flatmate. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if you feel like you have a flatmate, then maybe it's time to change. It's either time to amp it up. Like, you know, I don't know, if they're in the shower, it's like jump in the shower with them or, you know, change the energy of it. Or maybe it's time to open a bottle of champagne and celebrate what you had together and say, hey, it, have we done what we were meant to do together? Like, is it time to move on? But we don't have to create it to be a trauma and drama. We can just actually move on. Yeah. And if we look at some of the triggers, I mean, single people have become more empowered with less marriage expectations. People don't need to get married in order to reach economic security or to have socially acceptable sex. So the motivation to stay in an unhappy relationship is very low. And we also expect more from our relationships than we ever have before. And there's so much pressure to be happy around the holidays. And when you're not feeling it, it can cause a lot of pressure 
on the relationship. And some couples break up because they they don't want to enter into the new year in a relationship that just frankly hasn't met their needs or because they feel that the holidays are a special time of year and they no longer want to spend time in a dysfunctional relationship. So see, yeah, these are some of the other triggers that happen uh, and why uh, a lot of breakups tend to happen during the holiday season. Um, are there ways to avoid these? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not one to try and make something work if it's done. So it's like, like I said before, it's like, this is your life. It's like, I mean, I just, you know, been in this relationship with Brendan for eight years and it's, I, I, we've been broken up now for two years and both of us are having a great life. It wasn't, we, we really loved our time together and now we're, we're doing and being different things that we wouldn't have done if we were together. So it's always empowering. It's like, what if each day was greater than the next? So I, I don't think it's that avoiding breaking up. I think it's actually about if it's time, take it head on. Like, if you, what if you actually did look at this person and say, hey, because there's nothing worse than someone beating around the bush, and you know, but the other person is like, no, no, we're fine. And it's like, and then just creating a bad relationship. If you're going to be in a relationship, make it great. Mm-hmm. We need to take a break, Simone, and when we come back, we're going to discuss how you know when you're ready for a new relationship. All that and more when we come back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey guys, it's Sunday night. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta of the Dating and Relationship Show. We're talking about relationships and breakups around the holiday season with relationship expert Simone Milazis. Hey, welcome back. And she's Thank calling you. in from Australia, our first Australian guest. I didn't even know it was possible. <laughs> anything is possible (laughs) so your relationship didn't make it through the holidays and this can be a difficult time to go through a breakup Um, it can be a little bit harder to move on from your ex because you know you see happy couples everything is supposed to be a celebration but you're going through something tough and now we are isolated more than ever with COVID how should people start moving on from a breakup during this time so I think, like, take a moment for you. So, mm-hmm. Like, what I would do is, you know, get a, get do old school, get a pen and paper, and it's like, write down, it's like at least 20 things that you would like to do for you that you have not yet done. Because what if now is the time to actually have a look at what it is that you would like to create and have in your life? Because, you know, how many times, as we've mentioned a few times on this radio show, that people start to cut themselves off because you're in relationships. Like, what if you wanted to start something new? So it's interesting because I know that you guys are in, I think you're wearing masks and do all of that. In Australia, we're, we've got restaurants open, we've got everything open. So we just don't won't, won't let anyone in or out. So we can actually mingle. The beach is there, the, you know, but whatever it is that you would like. It's like maybe you want to write a book. Maybe, you know, if you're in Australia, you want to learn to scuba dive. It's like something. It's like, what is it that you would like to create as your life? And the other thing is, too, I would ask is don't make yourself wrong for not being in a relationship. As I said before, it's not wrong to be in a relationship, but it's also not right 
to uh, to be in a relationship. You don't have to prove anything. What if you just woke up and you were being you? Right. That's awesome. And uh, like, take this time to cry it out too. Cry, 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 cry. Let it all out. Don't keep it in. Let it out. Keep busy, like what you, you said. Start, you know, start something new. Put your energy into something that you love. Uh, reach out often to friends, and I mean a lot. Get help if you need it. Rely on your family and friends for support. I mean, that's the difference between men and women. Men tend to harbor their feelings, and they don't get over things, whereas women, we get over things quicker because we talk it out. You know, if I have an issue, I call my friends. <laughs> They're my support system. Yeah. Yeah. Which men don't tend one to do that. Well. I, yeah, one of the things I learned to do when, I broke, um, when we, the relationship broke up, because Brennan was an amazing cook, so you were never allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> so for I'm eight like years, that. I pretty get much out of my kitchen. kitchen. I'm the same. Get out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> my so, kitchen. so well, yeah, when I came home, and and it's also, you know, we've got this amazing kitchen. Like, I'm living in the house that we created together. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to cook. It's like, and I would, I would ring him and say, hey, how did you cook that duck? You know, <laughs> he'd yeah. tell me. And I've learned to cook. And now I would say, I'm a great cook. Not as good as him, but I'm a great cook. Great. And two, if like, I'm also um, just to add to what I was saying, uh, if during this time, I mean, if you have family or friends that you haven't seen for a while or you've been putting off visiting, just make that effort to reach out. This is the time to do it. And so important, okay, everybody, you are going through a breakup. Remind yourself that life goes on. And you will meet someone more suitable for you one day. And it's so hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's, like, every time I talk to someone who is going through a breakup, that's one of the things that comes out of their mouths. What if I never meet anybody again? Of course you're going to meet somebody again. Not right now, not tomorrow. You need to heal first, but you will meet somebody again. So please know that, everybody. Can I also add... Can I add, Laura, of that course. it's okay if you don't want to meet someone? Of like, course. I, I, I really don't like the perception that, that you have to be in a relationship. Like, I never wanted to be in a relationship, ever. And, and I remember someone asking me about it, and they said, well, I don't see a good one, so why would I want one? I had lots of lovers. Like, I had this great thing of, like, you know, these little two, three-month affairs, or what I would say, and then I'd be like, I'm done, thank you so much, and move on. And then I met Brendan and we actually did create a great relationship. But I have been looking at this for the last two years going, do I actually desire another relationship? And what I've realized is there's aspects of relationship that I really enjoy. But even right now, like I've got this huge house in Australia and moving in with someone right now is not what I actually desire. But I I like aspects of it. I love the, you know, like the lovers. The, you know, having someone to go eat a meal with and have a chat to or, you know, the texting or something like that. I like that, but I don't, I'm not at this stage actually desiring to move into something that is permanent. And I'm 50, I just turned 51. So it's like, whether I choose that or not is not right or wrong. So it's like, I just, I would really love to empower the people who don't, who who are okay with not being in a relationship too, because that society has just projected for hundreds of years that you're wrong and what if now is the time that it was a choice, not a necessity? I agree with you 100% and I'm single too. I have been for a couple of years and um, I'm actually, I've actually, I quite enjoy my 
my space, my time. Yeah. And <laughs> it would take somebody mm. really special to come into my space and honestly it would yeah. like, there'd have to be no headaches like I just I can't put up with any stressful situations when it comes to relationships like and that's why I think too if you do want to get into a relationship it's so important to move slowly uh, and to move at the, the pace that you're comfortable with but we're going to discuss that and more when we come back on the dating and relationship show we'll be right back Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. Thank you guys for joining me each and every Sunday night. I really love having you guys um, listening to the show and love enlightening you all with dating and relationship advice. And hopefully you guys will take some of that advice and put it to good use. And my guest tonight is relationship expert Simone Milassis. We're talking about relationships and breakups around the holiday season. Now, moving on after being dumped is always hard. But even more so during the holidays, as we've seen, and everyone moves at a different pace. But how do we know that we're ready to move on? What are the steps that you think people should take to see if they're ready for a new relationship? You go and then I'll go. I think when you have all of you, like I know that, you know, I mean, I, I, I love a romantic Hollywood movie with the rest of them. I really do. But and they're yet, normally just movies. Pre- <laughs> they're movies. Yeah, if you, exactly. They're movies. And it's like, like, what if you looked at, you know, that you are complete as you. One of the things that I looked at and we, we write about in our book relationship are you sure you want one is the five elements of intimacy and what I did was I worked at this for myself and the five elements of intimacy is gratitude trust allowance vulnerability and honor and if you have those five elements of intimacy with you then you don't have to look at somebody else for that and if you have that with you then when you do enter into a relationship you are a much um stronger, I want to say together person, if you are willing to be vulnerable with you, you're willing to trust you, to be in allowance of you, to have gratitude and have honor of you, then you can have that with somebody else. Like, you know, you're not, you are complete. You don't need somebody else to complete you. You know, that famous line of you complete me or looking for your other half. Again, referring to the creationship. What if right. you were all of you and then you actually stepped into something that was about a creationship that was creating at least 20 times more with someone than what you would alone? That's right. what I would ask for. And if you're always looking for someone to complete you, you're always going to be looking for something that you can never find because there's no such thing. You have to be happy being single. True happiness comes from within. If you're not happy being single, if you're not strong enough to live your life by yourself, you won't be happy in a relationship. If you're constantly searching for a relationship out of loneliness, you're going to end up settling and you won't be fully satisfied in the long run. Do you agree with that? 
Yeah, I do. I, I would add that like you are the source of creation. Like people go, oh, I'll be happy when I have X amount of money in the bank account or I'll be happy when I find, oh. you know. <laughs> no, you get to wake up and you get to choose happy. Happiness is just a choice. So you can wake up tomorrow morning and make the demand of yourself. You know what? I'm choosing happy no matter what it takes and no matter what it looks like. You are the source of the creation of your life. So don't look for somebody else for that. Yeah, and it's amazing when you wake up in the morning and you have gratitude and you tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to have a great day today. Then you will have a great day. But when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, (laughs) it just seems like, and and you, you, you continue with that negative energy. You're putting that negative energy out there. All these things start happening, and it's like a domino effect. It's just like one bad thing after another. And that's because you've created that energy for yourself for that day. So you have the power to switch that. And another way, sorry, go on. I was just going to add like being in question, like what I referred to before. Like even if you wake up and ask what else is possible today, like how does it get any better than this? And the mantra of access consciousness is all of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory, which is, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, all of it. Because sometimes when you ask for a great day and then you get, you know, something comes from left field, you're like, oh, don't go to the wrongness. Like ask what's right about this I'm not getting and move on and move forward with every single step. Excellent advice. And one more tip on how do you know when you're ready to move on? Okay, this is a big one. Your ex is no longer a factor. You have accepted the breakup and you're pretty much over them. You may not ever be 100% over somebody, especially your first love. They really say that you never really 100% get over them. But I mean, to a point where actually you can move on, you've accepted it, and you're not thinking about them every day. You're not creeping their Instagram or their social media or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, That's a good day. When that day ends, it ends there. It's like, that's a good day. (laughs) So, okay. So, um now, of course, before you start dating again, there are lots of expectations and experiences that you need to let go of. And this isn't always easy, especially when you have reminders of them around. What do we need to do to let go of these expectations? What are the most important ones to move on from? Uh, well, I think it's like don't use another relationship as a reference point for what you are about to create. Mm-hmm. Each person is different and each relationship is different. There is not one person and not one relationship in the world that is the same. They are all unique. And and I noticed, like, Brendan and myself had both been in some, you know, not great relationships. Like, I had a, a terrible habit of inviting men into my life who judged me and my body because then I would go, see, that matches the judgments I have of myself so I could keep them in place. Why were they judging you and your body? Why would you, I don't get that. Why would they judge you in your body? Well, I don't think it's a why. It's just that some people are judgmental. And that's why I was creating men in my life who weren't that kind. And and then when, when someone like Brendan comes along who's kind and caring, you expect them to be the same as somebody else, but they're not. Like his ex was very mean and abusive and he kept expecting me to be like that. And I'm not. I'd look at him and say, hey, I'm not her. And so you need to not function from the reference points of a previous relationship. Create this one as new each and every day. I agree 100%. And one more question for you before we're done here, and it's been great having you. What are the important questions to ask yourself before getting into a relationship? 
what have I decided I need a relationship for? Um, will this be fun? It's like, will I learn something? It's like, you know, will, um, where will my life be in five years' time if I choose this? Like, look at the future it's creating. Is it creating greater or is it creating less? And then choose from that. That's amazing. And that ends our show today. I throw in my two cents, but we don't have time. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, Simone. Where can people learn more about you? Where can they reach out to you? Um, you can go to accessconsciousness.com and also uh, relationship, are you sure you want one.com. Thank you so much. And you can reach me or learn more about me at, on my Instagram, official Laura Bellotta. You can follow the show on Instagram, The Dating and Relationship Show. And you can learn more about my matchmaking packages, my date coaching packages, my virtual speed dating events at singleinthecity.ca. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until next week, ciao for now. 